Ron Sense. This is a fly in the wall perspective on candid conversation. My name is Ron. And I get together with my friends and we just, we just sit there and chat and you guys get to listen. Some of it's funny, some of it's topical, some of it's just flat out bullshit, but hopefully you enjoy it. <coughs> listening to Lady Gaga today on the way. She's really dope. You like a chest offer? I don't like the look of the fucking ugly rotten whore. <laughs> um, but as far as she's got some, she's got a set of lungs on her. She can blow those pipes. It's her songwriting skill that I like. I really, really like the way she she's a good songwriter, man. Like fuck, you got to give her credit where it's due. I'm not gonna go out and buy her album or run to her next fucking concert there. But you know what I mean? I got a fucking lot of respect for her, man. She honestly, you got to filter through all that crap. Sometimes you'll see and you think right away, oh, it's a pop. Pop tart, you know. I'm not going to listen to this, but then sometimes through that pop tartness, you'll get some talent. Like I don't think Britney Spears is talented no, whatsoever, no, but I do think Lady Gaga's talented, and Lady I Gaga's and I really do talented. think yeah. Katy Perry is talented. Yeah, she's pretty good. She's I, a foxy woman. Think about them too. They write their own music. That's the important part, as far as I, I'm concerned. Anyway, a- anybody with a voice can fucking and a good look to them could fucking make millions. But it, an artist. <laughs> You know what I mean? This person that writes me, to me like Prince, know. he's underrated as far as I'm Prince, concerned. Prince, I fucking hate him. <laughs> what do you hate, you hate? His fucking his bravado? No, like like you gotta give credit where it's due. He doesn't give a fuck what the fans think. He doesn't give a fuck what the fucking critics think. He just does what he fucking makes him happy. Yep. Which you gotta give him credit for that. What makes him happy doesn't make me happy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I think he's a really good guitar player, to be honest. I, when I listen to Prince's playing some shit, I'm like, wow, that guy's got some fucking balls out, shredder fucking skill. But he doesn't choose to play it, then he goes all weird. Remember when that when he came out with that? Back dance! Back dance! Back dance! Shut the I used to think he used to say, shut the fuck up! Back dance! I think it was like, get the funk out! But I mean, yeah, get the funk out, yeah. That's right right away, it sounds like he said, "Shut the fuck up." He was, uh, he's a bit extreme. He's a bit, uh, what's that word I'm looking for? Eccentric. Eccentric, exactly. What uh, musical family? Me, yeah. I have early, my earliest memory of music was me fucking destroying my dad's guitar, like fucking pretending he was a bow and arrow and shit, and he fucking. He was a little mad. I was just a kid. I was about three or four. And uh, he went out and bought himself a new one. And he gave me that one. And uh, my instincts as a child was not to fucking learn and play this instrument. It was just to smash shit out. So I busted it pieces. And that was... Maybe you liked the noise it made as you were destroying it. Well, I remember, <laughs> what I remember specifically is fucking pretending it was a bow and arrow. And just fucking yanking on the cords like a son of a whore. And fucking... I thought it was a bow and arrow or some shit. I don't were you know. shooting shit off or were you just pretending the imaginary arrow? I don't know. Probably shooting <laughs> shit. No, <laughs> no me, I was fucking... Your imagination was good enough. I was fucking out there as a kid, so fucking, yeah, probably. Stage, no. stage fright that helped no, you? No, that's completely different. Cause play, music, like when you go out and play your own... Me, it's always been about my own music, so you put your heart out on your sleeve, so you, you, you're pretty vulnerable there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like just going and fucking acting or 
saying what somebody's telling you to say on a piece. Exposing yourself. Yourself, and you feel kind of vulnerable, and, and you know what I mean? The microphone stand is not wide enough to hide behind, you feel like, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. But it's just something you build with, with time, and just desensitize to it. You know what I mean? You just fucking play and play until you get over it. Now it doesn't affect me at all. I can play. It's like a high now. Okay, so let's rewind a bit. So you're... You grew up in a musical family, did a bit of acting early on, and school plays. What what made you... At that point, I don't think you picked up a guitar. I don't think that was... Because no. I had known you were young. You didn't... You, no, didn't, you weren't fucking, musical then at all. Did it happen in high school? When did it happen? Yeah, high school. High school. I started fucking puffing dope there, and then we started playing... Uh, and then for, for me, what it was was uh, Metallica. I heard it, I heard the song one from Metallica, and I heard the solo, and I'd never heard guitar played so fast. And I was just like, what is that? It's amazing. I don't know. The year that I had a guitar in my possession, all I ever wanted to do was just go... Yeah. I didn't even want to know anything else. Just <laughs> just let me do that well. And I could care less, you know? Can you play guitar? I can do this. It's funny you say that because fucking... Well, first of all, any person that starts playing an instrument, there's an influence behind that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you was Metallica. Me, it was Green Day. And that, Green Day. It's funny you say that because me, I was the first song I learned was when I come around and I, it was bar chords and I only did it with one finger. The top fucking... And it sounded like shit, but to me it sounded like a million bucks, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, then I fucking went home and I asked my old man, I said, okay, teach me how to fucking play guitar. So he taught me three chords. D, C, and G. I'll never forget that. He's like, here's the basic chords. He's like, learn these three. He gave you the right chords. He gave you the ones that are like weird to do in formation with your fingers. And he said, don't even strum. He's like, just fucking keep, just like change to those chords, change to those chords until your fingers remember how to go there. So muscle memory. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So that's what I did. Uh, the, I had like a fucking mirror in my room there and I'd fucking just fucking sing these tunes like they were gay but tonight <laughs> tonight in Astorville and I'm gonna have a heart attack those were my two fucking first songs the two songs you wrote the first one is tonight in Astorville and I'm gonna have a heart attack yeah yeah. and That's the awesome. one I stole from uh, the fucking melody from, I don't know why but it was just a kid I was just maybe like fucking eight years old or something I stole the melody from uh, a show with Bob Saget there America's Home Funniest Home Video? No. Full House? Full House. How did the fucking... Uh, oh, man. Da, 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 da. So, tonight in Asterville, tonight in Asterville. And, I go, and then the other one, I'm going to have a heart attack. I'm going to have a heart attack. Uh, uh, a heart attack. That's all I'd sing the whole... And I fucking remember I taped over one of my mom's Michael Jackson tapes. The whole fucking tape was just me repeating, I'm going to have a heart attack. And <laughs> so you used to do that, sit there with a recorder and record yourself? I used to do that all the yeah, time. Well, remember I... how you could do that with the, the fucking, you just pop that tab or whatever. Yeah. It was like a tab or something. You could record any. Yeah. 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 I used to definitely do that. I, I can remember having like my own little radio shows when I was a kid and I, I'd do all the roles. I'd be in like character. I can remember like sitting there going... Welcome to Rock and Roll Central, yeah. and I have my guest here, and I do the interview on both. I remember listening; they're completely horrible. You've but... always had that fucking. You're like a people person, eh? You, you <laughs> know what I mean? It's fucking. You've got that sort of. It's awesome. That sort of skill is crazy. Well, thank you, sir. How long did it take before you finally wrote a song that you were like, you know what? There. After all these attempts, I wrote one that's that's a song that I like. You know, like did it take? Because I know, so I know when I do stuff, I yeah, there's a lot, yeah, because a lot that I I all put out there. I'm like, there, the song I wrote, but I don't really like them. It's just they're yeah. like practice. What still happens to this day? I'll write songs and just scrap them. But helmets and gloves for anyone who's never heard of it is putting a hockey helmet on and putting on hockey gloves. Don't fucking do it. Don't do it at home. Don't do don't it. do this at home. <laughs> Getting out there in a drunken stupor and punching each other in the face. 
Well, what people always fail to realize when you play helmets and gloves is because it's a hockey helmet and it has a cage on it. There's a padding that's there for your chin and you strap this to your face. So basically anywhere you hit in the cage is a, direct, the is a direct chin shot and knocks you the fuck out. <laughs> like we didn't learn that after about five times of our friends getting KO'd in the backyard. <laughs> Maybe this isn't really that safe oh, and fun shit. like we think it is. <laughs> oh, man. And you know what? Like I, Even though back then I wasn't too... I didn't have the knack for really writing. It was fun to get in there in the creative process with you guys. You know, like I was still kind of like hacking out my... My chops trying to get, you know, one of my, like, because even after, years after that, I just learned covers. Well, you know what, like, anybody, you could learn, it's a thing you learn. Like, I, I learn and I keep learning all the time how to write music, you know what I mean? But some people have it naturally easier than other people, but it's a thing, I'm sure you've noticed, you've learned how to oh, compose and, yeah, you know what I mean? You like, get maybe, better at maybe it. Maybe not a whole song, but, like, pieces of songs and, you know what I mean? Like, or, you know what I mean? Parts to a song and, you know what I mean? Well, so, you know. Yeah, you were telling me the one day, of, like, in reference to lyric writing, like, it's it's something you think you can get better at, right? Like, it's something that you don't necessarily, but I think if you stick at it, you can get better at writing oh, lyrics. I, I've noticed definitely. you've gotten a lot better from stuck down in your boring room alone to, yeah. Oh, yeah. to what you're writing now, which is a lot deeper, I find. Well, you get older, too, and you get more verbally. Like, I absolutely hate too. Nickelback's lyrics. So shallow, you know, like, he's a guy that just says it as it is, right? Uh, get down on your knees and suck my dick. Yeah. <laughs> I like you better with something in your mouth. <laughs> the way I like to do it is I beat around the bush. You know what I mean? You, you, kind of got, you, you want to get your message out, but you can't say it directly. You, you understand what you're, what's coming through, but you just... So you leave it up to your interpretation so that everyone listens to it and has kind of a different meaning to them. Yeah, a different meaning That's to them, the but idea. in the same, same kind of context. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you know what? Lyrics that are written like that are awesome because a lot of times... The music I find the driving beat of a, of a song already gets you feeling a certain way, and it's mm. just, so if you can get that feeling the with the music, and then you can get lyrics that accompany that feeling, that's when I think you have a good song. The thing about yeah, lyrics are most important when you've heard the song about twenty times and you're starting to get sick of like just hearing the beat. That's when lyrics really come in, and if they're good, it makes you want to listen to the song longer. If you're just shit lyrics, you, once you're, you're tired of the beat. You kind of lose interest in the song. Well, you know I mean? and then it can go the other way when a song could just be lyrics, but the music is shit, like Bob Dylan, for example. But there's still some very good songs, but it's more yeah. like poet, poet. Poet, you're listening, you yeah. might as well just, he might as well not have music playing and him just read you it's that. like a fucking beatnik. In front of, yeah. yeah, like a beatnik. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I've always said about Bob Dylan. I like him, but I mean, fuck, I can't, I can't stand He's a beatnik. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in a nutshell. I like him, but he's a fucking beatnik. Yeah, Bob Dylan's a beatnik. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know what I was wondering? What were you saying the other day about aliens? It's true, though. I, I really don't understand that. These fucking assholes are smart enough to fucking travel millions of light years intergalactic fucking space and fucking this and that, and they show up bearers for fuck's sake. <laughs> they're naked. They're fucking bearers. No clothes. You know what I mean? What the fuck? Are they fucking intergalactic fucking perverts? Just, hey, look at me. Look at me. Look at I'm, flashers, a na- you know? I'm a naked alien. They can come up with the technology to make a fucking phaser, but they can't invent a knitting wheel. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Get your mom to fucking get you a sweater. You guys build a fucking spaceship that fucking hovers and disappears in a second. And this you and can't come up with the technology to make culottes? Yeah. You think it's because... Exactly. You think it's because they don't have private parts is why they don't have pants? Maybe they got penis envy, and that's why maybe they come here with their They're asexual. Yeah. yeah, they probe because they're, they're sexual creatures, but they don't know what to do. They know that they could probe something. I think they they have, just don't have... They don't have a probe. That's they, why they design probes. Genitalia. Envy, and they come over here, the son of a horse, and they fucking, they just pick on us, man. They you think that's why we wear clothes? Because we have uh, genitalia? 
No. Like, otherwise, we'd just be like naked aliens. Probing well, people in the ass. With, like, I don't know. I don't know about that. Broom, think, broomsticks and rakes. Like, the evolutionary <laughs> aspect of it, I think it is because of fucking fur to keep warm because we've lost our fur. But can you imagine fucking working at the bakery with your fucking wang dang out? <laughs> I don't even like having my wang dang out you know? at all. I, do, I don't sleep naked. I can't Cube sleep. pudding pie. You know, you know, I'll have some pie. <laughs> <laughs> pudding pie. You know what I mean? Like, fuck, man. So thank God for clothes. You know what I mean? Like, fuck, man. Oh, the pubes. Don't you hate it when you go in the shower and you see like a pube on the on the soap and you know it's not yours? Yeah. What do you yeah. what do you do? Do you feel like like you almost feel like putting on like a radiation suit and just like taking a large pair of tongs and removing this thing and putting it in like an isolated bag and I know. blowing it up in the corner yeah, or something? It's biohazard, man. It's <laughs> biohazard. I remember the funny funny story about this, man. When I was a kid, every time my aunt come over, when she'd go to the washroom, you know when you're a kid you notice funny shit, eh? When she'd go to the washroom, she'd come back. And I'd go in there, there was always a pube on the fucking toilet. Like, she lost pubes. She must have lost pubes, like, fucking... Was she old? Was, were they salt and pepper pubes? Was she, like... No, no, she wasn't old. She was like my mo- she's my mom's sister. So she oh, was, yeah. you know what I mean? When I was young, she was just a mother. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, just a regular... I didn't understand. I, I really didn't understand. Like, and still this day, it blows me away, man. And it just fucking kind of grossed me out, actually. I was, I was grossed out. Do you ever, like... Back in the days when, like, because now everyone shaves their pubes, but back in the days when they didn't shave their pubes, did you ever, like, go down on a girl and have, like, you see, like, the pubes sticking out the sides of the underwear? Yeah, that, that's gross. There's nothing hot about that, that's I'll tell gross. you right that's now. <laughs> I can remember there was, like, a trend when I was younger, to these certain jogging pants that you can get at this place called Cotton Ginny. Or cotton on, one of the two. But there, there were like this, these jogging pants the girls wore that came in all the colors of the rainbow. And for, for whatever reason, that summer or that school year, those jogging pants were popular. Well, what was popular for the guys to do is to pull those jogging pants oh, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were going around the schoolyard pantsing girls. Like, that's like no tomorrow. I know it cost a little ruckus, eh? A little the girls were kind of like, you know what? They were, they were kind of like... They were into it. They were into it. Yeah, they you know? liked it. I they were into it right up until the time we pulled the one girl's pants down and she had the crunchiest muff Ever, we were in grade eight. This girl was poking. Looked like she had an afro down there. Poor kid, poor kid. Oh, it was bad, and it was it was poking out like it wasn't even just poking through the sides of the underwear. It was poking through the fabric. You know what's the worst thing? When the hair just goes down and keeps going around their fucking rang hole, and it gets <laughs> you know what I mean? the full it's like the yeah. hair the hair equator. That's right out of control. The hair equator. Yeah, exactly. A rang hole fucking circular, man. It's, fucking... it's like the rings of Saturn down there. The, the sweaty rings of Saturn. Oh shit! You know what? One day I was watching a documentary and they were talking about fucking human genitalia and shit. And then they're like, I don't like even calling it genitalia. For me, right away, if you want to turn me off, just refer to it as genitalia. Well, that's I'm how like, I keep it. That's how keep, I keep it clinical. It. I'm sexual. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> genitalia. Exactly. But anyway, <laughs> they say the reason for the pubic region is to uh, keep the scent there so that <laughs> it's more attractive to the human to the opposite. Oh, you know what I mean? So the stank, yeah. So the, the stank, the stank attracts. That's that's yeah. old school caveman stuff. Though. Yeah. Now man, we don't man, like. Man. We have an aversion of the stank now. But back in the day, that stank is what it's your scent, man. Yeah. Your fact, sweaty vinegar balls are yeah. attracting women. Well, yeah, and that's awesome as you speak. Like I'm a big fuck. I like. I'm always on the chase for knowledge. Eh? So I was watching another documentary about Napoleon, and his uh, he wrote his wife a fucking letter, and or his girlfriend or whatever. I'm coming home. Like he was always at war. He's I'm um, coming home soon. So. She sent him a letter back saying, oh, great, I can have not washed in three weeks, and I'm waiting for you. So 
That's old school. Like, I guess he just loved that. Though. Just the fucking dirtiest stank. Fucking... I got the crevice fucking oh, spiders oh, uh, creeping oh, around. Oh, Napoleon, oh, oh, oh. come over <laughs> <laughs> and clean my Bring crevice. That little French sausage over and fucking unravel it. <laughs> come dominate my world. <laughs> oh, God. All four feet of them, the fucking. No. I find Asian porn to be very, very, like, I find it mildly disturbing. Yeah, they're a bit out of control. Like the, especially eh? the Japanese stuff. I, like, I don't mean to generalize there, but I mean they use a lot of toys on the ladies. Like you see them shoving like Leather fucking beads up their ass, shit. and they got these little fucking probing devices for the clit. They just, <laughs> all kinds of little probing devices, and I don't I'm like. I think it's just because they're inefficient in the sack completely. And well, they, that's what it is. They're fucking. They lack hung, the penis size. They're hung like mice, the poor bastards. And you know what I mean? They, they, those are other guys, you know. Those aliens. Yeah, that, that, coming back to that, that's what it is. They're fucking crazy. They got penis envy, and they come here and they probe us, and they, they just, you know what I mean? You know what? I don't have a fucking wang, so I'm gonna shove this fucking thing right in your ass. I'm gonna abduct you, drill shit through your skin, then jam this motherfucking thing. And you know the worst thing is, when it, when it goes in, it opens right up like this. It like just an umbrella. umbrellas. It umbrellas, <laughs> and then all these fucking gadgets and tweezers and shit come out probe you like an Asian yeah. no. <laughs> and you got them coming out of all orifices fucker and and then they laugh at you they drop you off in the woods well like, I'm, I'm happy that at least the aliens we're always seeing are those greys like the big black eyed grey aliens instead of these little antenna Martians remember when we were kids they were always called Martians yeah. they weren't even yeah. called aliens yeah, they were always the Martians Mar- are coming yeah. yeah. Martians are coming to kill us they're here the sons of horrors are here right. <laughs> first arrival let's play some big fancy piano yeah. so we can communicate with them we're, like I wonder you like what, what if, like, if they came here and they attacked? Did you ever watch that? There's a show on Discovery. It's pretty lame, actually. But what if aliens came to our planet and attacked tonight on Discovery? But anyway, um, but what if? What would you do, honestly? Like, would you? What would I do, honestly? Would I you coward? Know. Would you run, hide in a hole, or would you try to figure a way out to fucking get the humanity out well, of this fucking sticky situation? What? I'll tell you what happens with this. My grandfather is deathly afraid of snakes, right? Yeah, yeah. When he sees a snake, he gets so afraid that he has to kill it. Yeah, my parent, my mom's like that. Heroes are made from fear, not you know what I mean. Yeah. If a guy's scared enough, he'll kill back. Well, and I think I think if I was an alien and our aliens were here and they were, and my life was at threat, I think I would try to find the closest yeah. weapon and get out there and try it's, to fight. It's man. human nature. Did you yeah. ever notice throughout time? Look at all most of the extinct animals. It's human nature, like the wolves in fucking uh, Australia that they fucking all the. It's human nature. It's fucking, if you're scared of something, you kill it. Spiders, fucking, you know what I mean? Oh my god, there's a spider. Get about the paper towel. Like, like kill it, you if know? you're mildly scared, you'll run away from it. But if you're really, really scared, you'll try, you'll attempt to kill it. You, you know, know but I mean? I'm totally against that. Me, it makes me so fucking mad. Even my wife last time, because I'll take a spider out of the fucking house. Because I'm against, totally against killing something if you're scared of it. I'm not talking about aliens. Them son of a bitch, I take, <laughs> take out whatever I can. <laughs> Actually, he, he listened to uh, the jam we recorded one day, my son, and uh, he wants to be a drum major as well. Like, beat something that you have naturally, but it also has to be taught. You have to learn to feel it like a force. And that's what I'm trying to teach him now, and he has it. Like, I tell him not to use his ears, and that's the thing. You, how do you explain that? 
feel the force. That's what, you know what I mean. Oh, you got to feel the beat within. Is that, yeah, is that what and not is? like I'm telling you, don't listen with your ears. Feel it. You know what I mean. And he's got it now, but it took me a while wow. to get him to understand it. That's a bit deep. Well, how do you? You're starting. You're starting your kid on that. Well, that's a good way how to do you start. Explain it because that's something you learn. But how could you explain that to somebody? What because to feel that's it? what it is. Because when you use your ears, it kind of lie to you. You have to use the inner to have the beat. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know what you're you saying. The rhythm's inside you. It's like that's why you should like. That's why when I teach people guitar, I teach them to tap their foot on the very first lesson, and they hate it because they don't have rhythm right away, and yeah. they can't find it. I was never able to do that. And it's they I hate it, and, and I think that's the reason why I lose a lot of my clients too, is because I drill that. But you know what? That's I feel the most important part: rhythm. Like yeah, even you're a lead guitarist, whether you're a singer, Absolutely. you got to be on beat, you got to yeah. be on time. Yeah. You yeah. need that rhythm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's good that you're teaching your son that right away because that's, you know what, that's the stuff that we took years to develop and learn and if you can channel that from the early going, yeah. that's Jedi. Well, you know, that's, that's what I try to tell him. Like, you got to try to use the force. You gotta, it's, <laughs> it's inside you. you got don't Your ears are lying. They lie to you. Don't, you what, what you're going to teach him when it's all said and done is he'll be a good improviser. Because when you listen to your ears, it's, you just you learn from what you listen when you when you learn from within, you learn from with your soul, and you develop your soul instead well, of just your learning ability. The beat, like we said, comes with it. Up next are two acoustic jams from Ron and Fatboy. The first is "Call My Name," and the second has no title. You ready?
that song. All right, so that was two songs from uh, Fat Boy and Rock and Ron. So uh, we're gonna wrap it up for tonight. That was a little bit of an intimate, interactive Ron sense here. So say goodbye, Fats. Goodbye.